0: okay i'm gonna do the introduction
1: Mm
0: -hmm. all right here we go i haven't done this in a really long time
1: (laughs) it's like riding a bicycle except this Mm -hmm. time it's a bicycle would hurt you this one just like brings
0: self-disappointment it's fine yeah i'm not like (laughs) you know all right here we go To the Nerd Mix, a podcast where two professional hobbyists chip more than chat about film, television, and all things pop culture. I'm Laura. I'm Lohani. And we're back Exclamation Baby point. <laughs> I know you back, been, baby. <laughs> I know you all have been hearing from Lohani um, these past few weeks and I've been MIA, but that's because I was homeless for three weeks. It's not as serious as it sounds. I was living with my mom, but you know. My house was an escrow, so I didn't have any of my stuff to record, but I hear Lohani took very much care of all of you. I didn't. You didn't? Or like you did? if there was this,
1: <laughs> if there was like a social services for um, audience members, <laughs> they would have taken, they would have taken my baby away. <laughs>
0: And I just would have be been, so I would have been the parent that just totally ditched you on, like, before you even, like, existed. I was just like, bye. <laughs> then you would have had to get, you know, <laughs> I would have had to pay, like, you know, money. Anyways, that got really weird really quick. Anyways. Yeah, the me- uh, the metaphor got too real,
1: and it, it, it's yeah, fine. It's fine. We know it, what we did.
0: Then it made me sad. Uh, okay. It's real. Okay. I- Anyways, welcome back. I'm very, very, very happy to be back recording with you guys. And we just so happened to start, you know, on a great day if we're talking about movies. Cause today is, are you ready to do your mohaha, Lohani? Your best mohaha. Cause you're gonna have to do it, okay? Today (laughs) I'm geared up. Today is Friday the 13th. Bum, bum, bum. It's not as scary as it sounds, but today's Friday the 13th, and Lohani didn't tell me this until a few days ago, where, she, where we were trying to figure out what we we're gonna, what our comeback topic was gonna be, and you know, this kind of just became appropriate.
1: Yeah, I think our, I think we like our Halloween episodes, mind you. This is literally only our second one, so we have one trial that went well. But I don't know, that episode a year ago was pretty fun in the sense of we just went on Netflix and tried out like independent, um, scary films, horror, whatever. And Mm -hmm. that was just a really good adventure for both of us. Because for me personally, I'm a scaredy cat. So I do not like doing these kind of episodes.
0: Yeah, I'm not very much like a, a horror film either. A friend of mine took me to go watch The Conjuring last year or whenever that was. And that was kind of the last movie I did. Uh, Mm -hmm. But now I kind of stick to more like thrillers. Just simple thrillers. So, uh, but yeah, so I've never been too much into scary movies. Like I said, the last one I saw was A Conjuring and that kind of (laughs) rightly so ended things for me right there. But yeah, I stick to thrillers now and funny kind of cute Halloween movies, I guess you can call them.
1: Yeah, I like the gimmicky Halloween people dress up, and it's just so silly, because Halloween in itself is kind of silly that we all dress up. I don't like things that are like, oh, based off a true story. I'm like, no, don't do that.
0: (laughs) That's when I tune out. These are based on (laughs) real events. I'm like, nope, turn off my TV, because it's just not going to happen. But uh, (laughs) today's podcast, we're going to be talking about 13 films you can watch. This weekend for Friday the thirteenth weekend. And we got some good movies here.
1: This is if we edit all of this in time. FYI. We're recording on October thirteenth, so we're gonna be accountable. But y'all might get it on a Monday. <laughs> I'm gonna be straight and honest. Which
0: is which is fine because Friday the thirteenth is kind of the gateway for all things Halloween and spooky and scary and uh you can watch these anytime throughout this halloween season as long as you get them in before october 31st i'm totally fine with that yeah i
1: mean i mean everyone's going to universal studios anyways right ashes what ash versus the evil dead or something there's a couple of mazes that are pretty good i'd like to go oh did you went a
0: couple nights ago
1: No, I'd like to go. My friend just went and he said that it was pretty good. And then you know, of course, had a Snapchat the whole ordeal. So I got terror through my phone.
0: (laughs) I went to um, I went to Not Scary Farm this year. I didn't get a chance to go to Universal. I I still want to try, but just October's so busy. But um, the Not Scary Farm was pretty good. I feel like I'm a little immune to it though now. I don't get as, I don't know. I guess I'm not as jumpy. As I used to be when I first started doing Hans, But uh, it was pretty good. I still want to go to Universal, though. I Hopefully think it I
1: depends on the one you go to. Because I went, obviously, one put on by the city for 12 years and up is not going to terrify me. But I was doing an internship <laughs> for a city. So I went to support. Mm-hmm. That was nothing. It was really cute, though. You know, for kids, they were scared. I've been to yeah. um, the Queen Mary. That one was pretty good, Ooh. but it wasn't scary <laughs> until like, yeah, it wasn't scary. It was just knowing you're on an actual haunted ship that tears terrified the crap out of me because I'm like, how do I, what if I don't know this isn't real? Like, what if I'm like, oh, it's funny. This guy's, we- that's weird. This guy's following us. What a really good ghost costume. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. It's the ghost of a person. <laughs> And then, um, (laughs) last but not least, Universal Studios, as some of you may know, Universal Studios was this, the, um, classic horror films. They were the ones who had Alfred Hitchcock, they had Frankenstein, Wolfman, all those things. They were the Mm -hmm. studio that put out, put out those kind of, um, they're the horror studio. Yeah. A lot of of them originated too in the the
0: silent era type Mm -hmm. of horror films. Yeah. Um, Classic horror films that...
1: Yeah, classic horror films that opened the door for all the other horror films was Universal Studios. Mm -hmm. They even have some that if you guys have ever been on the studio tour, they even have it in the clips. Um, And they have a lot of the original work from there. So that's pretty cool because it's like still an act of law and you can see their history in the original movie posters but so with that that being said they're the ones who are going to scare the living crap out of me and unfortunately (laughs) i knew one of the character actors who um i Someone told me, like, "Hey, did you see that guy who's like chasing you really hard?" I'm like, "Yeah," because my friends ditched me in the middle of like some part where they just let you out in the middle of the lot, and you're like, "Oh, what's going on?" And then a bunch of actors uh, come and yeah. actively chase you. My friends use me as a shield, so I'll never forget yeah, that yeah. in real. During like the Walking Dead apocalypse that is em- eminent you
0: know and- <laughs> yeah I hear that I hear that it happens to a lot of people like on the back a lot like oh I hear a lot of stories of being like oh my friends ditched me and they just left me in the alone alone with the fog machine taking over and I'm just like man what kind yeah. of friends are you guys hanging out with dude you met my, my friends husband ever- <laughs> you know who they I- are if I ever leave you a honey I will find you oh my god you're so funny did you get I'm that funny. did you get that little walking dead
1: yeah moment? yeah oh okay, yeah, good my good. little heart and then there's like uh, you know there's there's other stuff so it's like I will always come running back to you for the flash members
0: yeah. uh, you know, and it's oh, fine see. <laughs> guys come on aren't you glad we're back in our corny little TV show excerpts <laughs>
1: We got Walking Dead, we got The Flash, do you, do you like um, comic books for superheroes, or comic books just for comic books? It's like, we got you. <laughs> we have no lives. Oh my goodness.
0: We really don't. <laughs> this is- yeah, I don't know, friends. if we have no, no, li- if we have no <laughs> lives, why were we MIA for like nine months? Gee whiz. Just oh up the God. wrong. Because moving <sighs> is the worst thing ever, but we digress. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> it's it was terrible don't ever if you're in a house and it's fine it's standing up and it has a roof don't leave it just stay just build upon it it. (laughs) but anyways movies our 13 movies which are in no particular order we're just kind of gonna go out we're gonna go from our favorite one i guess they're in some kind of order we're gonna go from our favorite one kind of
1: picked our top five and we didn't really put it in a very heavy weighted order but um okay. our the last one our number one is one that we have found both on our list so yeah incidentally defaultedly other words, wordsy it became our number one
0: yes um and then from there we know we're just gonna go through our top five and hopefully you guys like them i feel like mine are really really childish except for one but um it's fine. yours are classics though Mine are classics. I but I really did have to hold myself back from putting on It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, because, like, that's the essence of, like, Halloween for me. I watch that um, every single year.
1: I get every you, girl. Year. I wanted to put Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, if I mention – if I put Harry Potter in every prompted topic we have for every episode – like I was just what am I say, doing? You put
0: Harry Potter for everything, pretty much. But it's okay because I could put Lord of the Rings for everything. But I, I just don't. I have to have a little bit of resistance. I know that. that's that's
1: why The Boy Who lived didn't show up on my list. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you wanna oh, yeah. kick it off? You wanna sure. go get it, girl?
0: I'll kick it off with my least favorite, right? Well, yeah, least, yeah. yeah. Uh, number five. Number five. Weighted. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with Sleepy Hollow, 1990. Sleepy Hollow with Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp, Christina Ricci, Miranda Richardson, Michael Gam- Gam- Gambon, Gambo, Gambon, and Christopher Walken. As
1: some Andrew of you guys of- may know, we can't pronounce names to save our we lives. We can't.
0: We're pretty infamous for butchering names. So if we, you know, I'm sorry. It's just, we're not good at math either. You- yeah. <laughs> oh my god, we, we're terrible at math we, we, we went out to pick 13 movies And we added up, we got 12 So we were like, uh, and we both did the addition So I don't know how that happened We're just horrible at math <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Sleepy Hollow Sleepy Hollow is one of those When I used to tutor, actually um, When I used to do tutoring courses I used to always make my students watch Sleepy Hollow Um, Really? So they can kind of, yeah, because I, I, the way I did a lot of my tutoring classes and even when I taught literature and stuff like that, I would, um, if there was a movie for the book, I'd be like, let's watch, let's read the book because, you know, let's give the book its justice, but then let's watch the movie because it's so fun. Like, I always wanted to, like, in like include movies into every aspect. That Yeah, I would make my students watch um, Sleepy Hollow when they would read, you know, The headless horseman and all that stuff. (coughs) So
1: no, that's really smart because sometimes people learn differently.
0: Yeah, each each kid learns differently, and and a lot of the times I can they'll they'll be able to remember more of what happened and understand more of what happened in the book if they have like you know motion picture and images to kind of guide them through it. Um, But yeah, Sleepy Hollow, 1990, is if you haven't seen it. Um, the synopsis is pretty close to, if you know of the Headless Horseman, but, um, it's basically follows Ichabod Crane. Ichabod Crane is sent to, a, to Sleepy Hollow to investigate the decapitations of three people with the culprit being the legendary apparition, the Headless Horseman. So it, it, I wouldn't say closely follows the original story, but it does, it, it does the story justice. Um, and it, the cool thing about that is, have you, well, have you seen it before, love? I haven't seen Sleepy Hollow,
1: but I have read the tale of the headless horseman.
0: Okay, yeah, it, it follow It does it justice. But the thing is, of course, you have Johnny Depp playing Ichabod Crane, and he. It's every time I see him playing Ichabod Crane. Of course, we know that Johnny Depp is, has been typecasted, and every character that he plays, he kind of takes a little bit from his previous character and adds it into here. So every time I see Ichabod Crane, I just think of a like a like a more intelligent, more outspoken Edward Scissorhands every time I see him. Kind of like his, like, yeah, his body movements and kind of his face, his facial reactions are are pretty similar to
1: his Is Johnny Depp a good actor?
0: Or does Johnny Depp just kind of take a little from every character and make it into the next? I don't know. Is he just really good at, like, blending different... I don't know. Honestly, that's a really good question. Is Johnny Depp... <clears throat> a good actor. Like, we should we should post that on, on our Twitter because I really want to know what other people think about that. Because a lot of the times when I watch him, you don't think... You never... Like, the character that you're watching, you're always... You don't... I mean, at least for me, I don't think, wow, that's such an original character. I just think, oh my gosh, that's just a reinvented Mad Hatter or a reinvented Jack Sparrow. Of course, he's, this was before... I just you know, think oh, yeah. after this movie, Johnny
1: Depp's being weird in a character. <laughs>
0: <with> <laughs> but plot. he is really weird in real life. Like he's kind of like his mannerisms and stuff. He really no. I feel like I feel like he does. He is a method actor, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I really feel like he just kind of is himself too. I don't think it's hard for him to. I don't think it's hard. I don't think he's a good actor. I just think his type, his personality, and his who he is is just really good for acting.
1: Yeah. Like, you see yeah. what I'm saying? He's yeah, already
0: that... a good character in himself. So I given... love
1: pirates. I love pirates so much.
0: Yeah, I do too. I honestly, I love all of... I mean, there, his, some of his newer ones are kind of like, okay, Johnny, like, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, for the most part, like, a lot of his older films, his good ones, his classics, um, are, are good for... I like them. I enjoy watching them. But, um, Definitely yeah, distinct so, and unique. Yeah, it is. And I, even the way, I mean, if you go, if you've seen Sleepy Hollow, you'll notice that a lot of the movie has this, um, which really does add to the creepiness factor. But a lot of the, the, the majority of the movie is shot with the blue filter. Mm-hmm. So if you go watch the movie, it's like, it always looks like it's nighttime, even during the day. Like it gives like this really eerie yeah it gives like this really eerie tone to the entire the entirety of the movie and the funny thing about that is because the film was shot with a blue filter majority of the time the mm-hmm. the red bl- the blood wouldn't look red anymore so in order for the blood to look red they would have to use um for the blood to appear red the, they would have to use orange liquid which is interesting and like so, I mean, yeah, obviously it was worth it because the tone of the movie was like shooting in a blue filter is perfect for the tone of that movie because Sleepy Hollow, I always feel like the town of Sleepy Hollow just always looked like, looks like a decaying tree. <laughs> like, every, <laughs> like every aspect of it is just like, even the people inside of it just kind of look decaying. I think it's yeah. just a perfect. And that's why I love the movie so much because just everything kind of blends in and just looks like it's dying. Mm-hmm. Which plays to the overall tone of the movie, so... I don't know. I, I like Sleepy Hollow, mainly because I love the literature aspect of it. But yeah. two, I love the tone of it. I love the coloring. I love the way it looks. And of course, it, it, if it wasn't for Johnny Depp, that movie could have been way scarier. But of course, they wanted a more lighter tone to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, casting Johnny Depp as that lead, as that Ichabod Crane, really kind of gave them that balance. So Yeah. Sweepy Hollow is a fun one. It's fun, but it does have its little jump scares. So if you kind of look if you're looking for like that jump scare, you're like, Laura, I wanna be scared, but I don't want to be like petrified. I don't know is that a word. Is that the right word? Petrified? Terrified? Yeah, um,
1: they use it a lot horrified. in horrified water. They use it all you know. After they look into yeah. the
0: bascalis, they can get petrified. It's a real word. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I like to make up words too. I I pronounce things wrong and I make up words, so um but yeah Um <laughs> Yeah, if you're looking for movies <laughs> if you're looking for a movie that's lighthearted and funny but you also want those jump scares and it, it's it's a dark tone to, to it, so it's a fun movie. I would definitely check it out if you haven't seen it. And if you like Johnny Depp and haven't seen this one, a lot of people haven't. I know a lot of Johnny lovers who are like, Wow, I completely forgot about Sleepy Hollow, like I've never seen it. It's a good one. Not yeah. its best, but it's a good one. So yeah. <laughs>
1: That's my number five. All right, my number five is gonna be the craft, or call it, you know, witchcraft, bitchcraft. It's basically kind of like that. This movie <coughs> came out in like nineteen ninety six, and it's it's very interesting. So it's um, a newcomer to a Catholic prep high school falls in love with a trio of outcast teenage girls who practice witchcraft. So she's the new girl, and there's these three girls who are outskirts. And it's like, naturally, I'll fit in with you guys, so we're all outcasts. This usually never works out fine for people. And they all mm-hmm. soon conjure up various spells and curses against those who even slightly anger them. So throughout the movie, they deal with their own bullies, you know, high school girls and cutting each other and being catty. It was the... Ep- episode on the 90s like that was what the 90s was about for females with clueless and all those things but it mm-hmm. was very interesting because um there were they would have interactions with those bullies and some of them were like oh, you're being mean. But some of them were, like, straight-up horrific. I'm just going to throw this out. Mm -hmm. Like, one of the girls, like, the other girl's like, oh, I hate you because we're women, you know, and we're going against each other. One of the girls straight-up experienced racism. And I was like, that doesn't (laughs) compare to the other crap the other (laughs) girls are getting, but fine. Fine. And it's interesting, um... So, the lead actors in this movie, um, Robin Tunney plays Sarah Bailey. Um, Once again, we can't pronounce anything. Feruza Balk (laughs) plays Nancy. (laughs) Uh, I'm just like, I just feel like when we have our intro, we should just put, you know, like, how some people say, "Oh, the following does not reflect the the opinions of blah blah, blah of the thing." It's like the following yeah. is never pronounced correctly. We try, but <laughs> but you know what? We can't. But damn it, we have heart.
0: <laughs> We're really uh, bad at phonetics, so uh, <clears throat> forewarn. Yeah. I've never, I've never actually heard of this movie before, I'll- so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to walk me through this one.
1: Oh, okay, okay. And then Neve Campbell plays Bonnie, Rachel True um, plays Rochelle, and Ski Ulrich um, plays Chris Hooker. So, basically, these girls um, do the witchcraft, and as you would think, they actually develop powers. And they start using it against the people who angered them, made them feel bad, or, you know, straight up made them experience, you know, public racism that was still mm-hmm. weird. And, um, <clears throat> but the new girl, she's starting to realize that these girls are like crazy vindictive. They shouldn't have these powers and they start being mean to her when she starts questioning them and what they're doing. Um, so towards the, um, not to spoil it too much, but you know, she becomes a hero. She rises above and realizes these girls aren't doing the same thing. So she, the right thing. So she uses her powers to go against them. Um, and, I think you guys should definitely watch that because it's really hard for anybody who's been a fish out of water and it it's really hard for you to fit in and to find that kindred spirit who understands being fish out of water but risking that because you're trying to do the right thing I think it's a good movie for morality it's not like it's not very scary but more of the essence of Halloween in the sense of witchcraft and how Halloween came about kind of pulls from there so it's just definitely the the magical sense of halloween and And i think when you blend
0: i think when you blend that type of like you know witchcraft and stuff blending it with um socially uh like social problems that are mm -hmm. real problems that are scary problems for people to go through yeah
1: um
0: i think when you blend both of that it kind of becomes this really uh how do you even know the term for it just a really dark scary movie
1: um, yeah because the which sense is interesting of, the sense yeah. of realism is there like anyone and, and it could goes- be the fish out of water any one of us cannot yeah. feel like we're fitting in amongst our friends our only friends and risk that but to add like magic and um the risk of death by i don't know spiders bats or whatever is kind of brings it into like yeah this is a halloween kind of movie
0: yeah and it goes back to what we were saying earlier about when it says like this you know real events and stuff like that we usually check out because that's when it's when it gets real that it becomes a little bit more terrifying yeah because um, it kind of hits it hits home a little more um that's interesting i've never heard of it before i feel like always the movies that you bring up i've like never heard about and that makes me kind of sad because i feel like i should be you know more knowledgeable of different movies but uh, I no. I
1: think our like complementary style is I do a lot of pop culture because the craft is more of like that independent pop culture um very niche mm-hmm. kind of thing and you do like the yeah. classics and which is I think a good side if you're looking for if any of our listeners yeah. are looking for that kind of stuff you could tell quickly our style and we'll have yeah varying crossovers
0: like and I hear a lot, I see a lot of people who don't, pop culture. yeah, yeah, I see a lot of people who don't, who, who go more for, like, the indies and the, on um, more of the unknown type of <laughs> films and mm-hmm. TV shows, and then there are, um, you know, those people, they never really watch the classics either. So, it's a classic because a majority of the people have seen it, but, you know, not all of society has. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's cool. What year but, was that again? 1996. So now does it have is it based in nineteen ninety six or is this kind of like is it shot early? Like is it set is
1: it? Oh, it's set years? in the nineties. It's set like a clueless okay. movie except Oh, uh, okay, okay. Except a, you know, a little bit older, not as like glamorous or anything like that. But definitely mm-hmm. the cinematography looks like a nineties film and But it's set in a Catholic prep school, so religion is also a thing. The duality of pagan religion and um, Christianity. So I thought that was very interesting, too. The most interesting interesting thing about this movie, though, when they were um, filming it. So on an official website of the film, while they were um, filming, the crew had to return to the location a second time to complete filming because it was interrupted by several weird occurrences that even caused witch consultant pat devon to raise an eyebrow so like at um at midnight like the fog would roll in and the four actresses while they were like there's this one scene they're like chanting and trying to get their powers and do like their wiccan rites and all that stuff they use actual language the actual like wicked rites and language to invoke powerful forces to keep it authentic. So what you're seeing mm-hmm. happening in the film, they had people on site and they did all the research to make it realistic, which as as we know movies now like don't do that. That feels like the number one imperative like at least take one word in the ritual and just like not use it. We won't know yeah. the difference, but in while they were filming, um Ferusa Balk's character, Nancy, attempts to invoke the deity, um, Manon. A flock of bats hovered over the set and the tide rose dramatically, extinguishing, like, all the candles in the circle. And, um, witchcraft consultant, once again, Devin, recalls that Manon, a fictitious creation for the film, sounds very close to Manonin, the... I don't think I pronounce that either. Um, the Gaelic god of the sea. So, um she was like joking. The director was joking around Andrew Fleming. He's like, um, they were saying, luckily we weren't all swept to sea because every time the girl, the girl started the ceremony, um, uh, and only when they started the ceremony, the waves would like start coming in tremendously and fast and start pounding heavily at the, the scene itself. And then, uh, right when Nancy, uh, farissa balk's character says her line man and film me right at the exact moment the whole crew lost power
0: what see that's when i would have been on set like doing whatever you know easily job i had i don't know i would have been like i'm out of here bye bye you guys probably don't need me anyways you can restock the the snacks On your own and out of here. I
1: straight up whatever I'm doing, if I'm like I'm watching this scene and I have things in my hand and it happens, I would literally drop my stuff, turn around and leave. Like I wouldn't say anything. I'm just like, I'm not dealing with this. You guys are (laughs) So yeah, I recommend the craft if you're into if you ever liked Clueless, those kind of movies. It's like a witch version of it. In my head I call it Bitchcraft because it's that typical girl movie, but it's still deliciously satisfying in the sense of there's different levels of justice like just because you've been wrong doesn't mean you're right
0: Mm-hmm. so that was yeah fun. check it out i mean i personally now that i'm hearing about it like i'm kind of not into like a lot of the witchcraft stuff so i mean probably stay a little bit clear of that but if you're into that sounds interesting yeah <laughs> Just don't just don't be chanting those chants in your house.
1: <laughs> I feel like that would be the number one rule. Like let's not use the real stuff that witches use just in case we actually invoke a god.
0: Yep. Exactly. Be forewarned, take our advice. Just don't do it. <laughs> Anyways. So my turn. <laughs> What did I do before? Sleepy Hollow. Let's see. I'm going to do I'm going to do Adams family. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Adams family, 1991 Adams family, uh, with Angelica Hust- Houston, Rob Julia, Christopher Lloyd, Dan head 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 Dea head- head- that was a budget. Oh, I can't help you. Christina Ritchie, another Christina Ritchie movie. Um, Carol Strucken, John Franklin, Christopher Hart, Jimmy Workman. It's a large cast because it's a large family. Um, but yeah, so I'm pretty sure every single one of you that are listening has heard of The Adam Family. Um, this movie is basically about a carn artist's plan to fleece an eccentric family using the accomplice who claims to be their long-lost uncle. That's the synopsis um, for the movie. But yeah, The Addams Family, which uh, a lot of people think it started with the 1991 movie, but it really didn't. And actually started in the 1960s with uh, a television show that ran for two seasons on ABC. But even before that, The Addams Family uh, originated in 1938 as a series of comic panels for The New Yorker created by Charles Chas. Adams. Um, same name, Adams Family, his last name was Adams. Um, but finding it interesting, I was doing more research on it because um, I had known about uh, The New Yorker and the comic panels. I remember um, reading up on them when I was in college. But um, actually, the show itself, the 1960s show, which is what I used to watch with my mom and dad and my grandparents, and that's how I became, you know, that's how I started learning about the Addams Family was the old black and white TV show. Um, which I personally person personally uh recommend over the movie. Um, but since we're kinda going for movies here, um at least from I was going for movies, uh the Adams Family movie is a really good, you know, take on it as well. But um so <laughs> funny thing is so Adams, the creator, Charles Adams, um, lost the rights, like the film and movie rights, to the actual Adam Stanley because he was swindled out of them by his ex wife. Are you who,
1: crazy? Oh right, she was God. a lawyer.
0: Yeah, she was a lawyer. Her name was um, Estelle uh, Barb, and she swindled Adams out of the TV and movie rights um, to his own. Adam's family characters. And she was actually it was him, it was her, it was Barb and his um another ex-wife uh Barbara Jean Day. Um that's who he created Morticia. So basically those two women if you look at them, mm-hmm. they're like a clone of the character Morticia cuz he based that character off both of his ex-wives. Um and so it's funny cuz I was looking at pictures and I was like, "Oh yeah, they kind of actually they kind of do look like clones of her or her character." Um, But yeah, I was super bummed about that. I was like, that poor guy. So that's why there was a delay um, in ABC trying to make the the original TV show because they had to get the rights from his ex-wife because she she was the one who owned him. Um, what? But yeah. So petty the, lady, right? Like who? Right. You
1: stole. You literally stole someone's life. What is wrong with you? Yeah.
0: And your characters, these people you created, only to be like, that is. Come on. There's a reason, probably, why she's the next wife But um. Oh. Yeah. For the sure. Adam family. The Adam family is another one of those. It kind of is on the same level as Sleepy Hollow. Mm-hmm. Um. It's one of those funny movies with darker characters. Like, if you put them together as a group, they're hilarious. But if you take them away as individual characters, you're like, God, these people are creepy. Like, I would not want them to be my neighbors. Of course, Um, you
1: didn't want to see, like, Cousin It (laughs) walking around on on your your, your neighbor's lawn. You're just like, okay, call the police. This is done.
0: Like... If, 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 it's like if you take these individual characters and you look at them and you put them in this, in their own bubble, they're terrifying. But when you put them together and their chemistry that they have together, um, it's just hilarious. I love watching, this is The Addams Family, um, the 1991 movie. And then I'll watch some of the original TV shows. I watch them every year for Halloween. Like, this is my kind of, like, my go-to movies, like, to get into, like, the mood of Halloween, I guess to say. Um but yeah super funny super fun it's the movie itself is in color um the tv show is in black and white which is i prefer to watch black and white movies and tv shows more than color i don't know if that's just the the film in i don't know i think i'm just weird like that i like watching black and white movies i hear that from a lot of people though they just enjoy watching it more i think because it has more i don't know i just do but yeah because yeah, some zone.
1: movies rely more on like the CGI and the color now when you keep it to black and white, well maybe not CGI in itself. but when you keep it to black and white, there's a sense of like all right, you really have to carry the story and you have to carry what's going on on screen visually. It has to be dynamic because the color well, yeah, help I mean
0: you. right, you know they can't they can't count on like I said CGI and color to kind of carry the movie. they have to count on script. Characters, actors, more of the bare essentials mm-hmm. um, than than everything else. And I think that's why Adam's Family, the TV show, is way more hysterical than Adam's Family, the movie. And I kind of like to relate it to, I don't know if you've ever heard of MASH. Have you heard of MASH?
1: I heard of MASH. I haven't seen MASH.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's, I kind of relate it to a Earlier, darker MASH because the characters have so much um, <coughs> chemistry between each of them. And same as with MASH. The reason why MASH lasted for so many seasons and was so good is because, one, the script was amazing. Their humor was real because that's kind of all they really had. I mean, it was such a, the MASH was such a real show. They had the kind of focus on the characters and the script. Whereas I feel like the Adam Stanley TV show, that's what they had going for them as well. They, they, they focused on the bare essentials, and it's the reason why these bare essentials are the foundations for even films today. Um, because you need them to be good. If, you, if they're not good, if they're not great, then you're not going to have a great movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, for sure. The, and
1: I think with the Adams family, I think the best part about it is it was relatable. They were like, you could see like the quirkiness of having an uncle. Your mom's a little extra. Your dad is like cheese ball and stuff, but the best part about the Adams <laughs> yeah. family was it's like they took those like small qualities and applied them to the like the weirdest things and the scary, creepy things yeah that, that made it because I mean made- heartwarming but at the same time such a like creepy level to it.
0: Yeah, and I mean you even even with um what's her name? Uh Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I mean you can even see that sibling relationship with her and her brother as well. It was weird. But, I mean, if you have siblings, you know it gets to that, that point where you're like, gosh, weird. this is just so weird. You are weird. And, like, that sibling relationship is there and it's funny and it's even more, um, it's more real, I think, because they're more interesting characters and the more quirky characters and eccentric and all of that. But the family relationship is there. Yeah. It's just off the top, out of this world Type centric, and I think that's what makes the Adam family so funny. Funny, but it also, I mean, it's also—I mean—it's creepy too. So it's, it's a good movie to watch for Halloween. Um, like I said, for people who don't, you know, want to get scared, it's just funny, and quirky, and they're—they're they're always celebrating Halloween. So I mean, Halloween's their favorite holiday, and it's just—it's fun. It's a fun movie <laughs> and TV show. If you want to even go more deeper into it, go watch the old 19, uh, 1960s TV show because it's even better. I promise you.
1: You only, like, put so, yeah. the Adams family on cause, so you could just hype up the TV show. You're like, screw the
0: movie. <laughs> yep, exactly, exactly. But I love the movie, too, because I love the actors, um, and I think they do a, a phenomenal job of portraying the original ones as well. So, yeah, that's my number four. Um, hmm, hmm, hmm,
1: hmm. I guess my number four is going to be 2004s. That was lame. Whatever, I tried. Um, The Grudge. Uh...
0: Oh, know. <laughs> uh... Oh, my God. When that movie came out, my cousin would call me. My cousin would call me and just do that. Like, just do that sound. Yeah, that, my... w-
1: that was, like, something and, that like... was trending before social media was, like, had the word trending. Like,
0: everybody you knew was doing yeah. it after they saw the movie. Yeah. And, like, I was never, because that, that was 2004, so that was before I even graduated. But I wasn't allowed to watch, like, super scary movies in my household. So, like, I had no clue what this, this had meant. Like, my, um, I had no clue what this had meant. So, my, when my cousin would call me and, and, and do it, I'd just be like, what is, what, is, what is wrong with you? Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um. yeah so so for the grudge sorry my connection was weird for the grudge um, just to let people know a little bit about it the synopsis is like an American nurse living and working in Tokyo is exposed to a mysterious supernatural curse one that locks a person in a powerful rage before claiming their life and spreading to another victim simple enough I didn't, Pretty simple, yeah. I didn't get that from the movie because I watched it all through my fingers. Um, I just <laughs> knew that this girl moved to Japan and every scary crap happened. There's a little boy, mm-hmm. he keeps walking around. People are in her bed that's like, look, Goldilocks, get the heck out of my bed, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like... It's super scary with, like, cats and traditional things. But the director is K- Takashi Shimizu. And um, originally this movie is was from Japan. Japan has such a great um, horror um, collection. And we adapted, re- um, remade, or straight-up copied movies from Japan. Because, honestly... Mm-hmm. like i know it's because we wanted american things for american audiences but honestly if we put that if we just took that stuff straight from japan and put it in our theater i don't think as a society we would make it because we know (laughs) exponentially like we would know to the umpteenth level we are the weaker society if japan's just doing that for um entertainment (laughs) (laughs) but the movie stars my girl sarah michelle Geller. She plays Karen. And Cleo Duvall, who plays Jennifer. And as you might have remembered, Cleo Duvall was one of my panelists in the past. What, what?
0: (laughs) Oh, that's right. Yeah.
1: And she is super nice and chill and just wants to do do the work and get it done. So it was Mm -hmm. um, really nice to kind of like put that on the list and remember something. Uh, This, so this movie is honestly if you're looking for a movie to just scare the crap out of you if you're looking to bring um your date to a movie or you know sc- your house screening where your date just clings on to you the whole entire time this is your movie this is your time do it now this mm-hmm. this yeah like i can barely remember the movie because i was so scared i was pretty young at that time to be watching scary movies and, like, easily influenced, I was so scared to sleep in my own bed because I was afraid a little boy would come out and, like, start doing that uh thing to me. But...
0: Yep, and this is the reason why I've never seen it all the way through because I can't handle... Stuff like that. And I've heard people's same reaction as the same one you were having. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to be an adult for once and make really good decisions and not watch it. Because I won't make it through the night.
1: Yeah. I didn't. Um, <laughs> I made a terrible decision. I'm like, I am a lot, brave. A lot of people didn't. I'm a brave little toaster. I can do this. Walked out. I think I, I, think I went... I think I don't need to use the restroom anymore, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, um... Oh, my God. We can just go straight home. We don't need a bathroom break. <laughs> right. So, um, this movie, as starts with any, like, scary movies, it goes, like, um... Go, tells you a little bit about lore as it keeps go as it progresses throughout the movie. She goes and moves in there. She has a boyfriend. She's going through the n- normal motions of someone who moves into a different country. Country and I'm not. Yeah. I forget why she like needed to move to uh, Tok- or needed to move to Japan, but she does anyways. And it's just one of those classic scary jump scare movies where little things happen. And it keeps progressing, keeps progressing, and t- towards the end you're just like, yeah, I could have stayed home. I could have not had palpitations all night. Mm-hmm. And um, before. <clears throat> Like, I guess a lot of people were superstitious before filming this movie, because I guess the content was really scary to at least the American ac- the American actors and the crew, and mm-hmm. um, Japan has also a lot of lore, you know, they have like Suicide Force, that's an actuality, they have bridges that, just certain bridges, there's a high suicide rate, and um mm-hmm. So, they take superstition really seriously there. I think they're the ones that actually have buildings that don't have a 13th floor. They will not name a 13th yeah. floor. Or they'll have it and they'll just leave nothing there. Like, some buildings that actually built the 13th floor has had so many issues that they just evacuate it and then they'll, like, skip it. Like, it's haunted in itself.
0: And, um... Yeah. I know I know Las Vegas does that, um... Yeah. I don't know of anywhere else that does. I know a lot of, I know, I think all the hotels in Las Vegas, they don't, they just skips the 13th floor. Like. Yeah. It's not, obviously the 12th floor is the 13th floor uh, or the 14th floor. is. There's that math again. Yeah. The 14th. Yep. It's not working for me. The 14th floor is obviously the 13th floor, but they skip it on the, like the the elevator numbers. Mm -hmm. So it'll just go 12, 14.
1: Yes. Uh, so i guess it was so they were so worried about it before filming the cast and crew went through a ceremony where they were blessed so nothing bad could happen to them during filming and um wow (laughs) that's and i didn't read on any other facts to like see or any fun facts to see if it actually happened because i was part of me was kind of terrified to like if i read it suddenly things would happen to me too i don't know mm-hmm. that's how american lore happens if you happen upon something then that's how you get cursed and then um right this is interesting enough with all those japanese remakes of um, horror films this is the only one that um was filmed in japan so they took american oh, really? people and, i did not know that yeah so they just took american people into the uh, redoing the whole thing, only in the U.S. They just went back to Japan and just used American actors. Um, right. And so, like, other... If you guys are wondering, other films that are remakes that were filmed in the U.S. and originally from Japan, The Ring, Dark Water, One Miss Call, and um, I can't recall another one, but... So there's a couple films that are re- remakes for American audiences, and I think... A lot of the time, when you go rewatch the original one, it's way scarier. Like they do not let up, and there's a sense of minimalism when they when they yeah. do it. That and makeup and art, um, fashion and they just make everything real, kind of like Christopher Nolan does. He's like, I'm just gonna build it. I'm just gonna make it instead of using sp- right. special effects. And they kind of let. Um, right the viewer fill things in and use um, music appropriately. <laughs> right. So for ours, I think it kind of just like jump scare, jump scare. For theirs, there's, um, you're scared of the creepiness. You're scared of the jump scare. You're scared of right. everything that in, and things that insinuate other things. So I thought the grudge was, I put the grudges as it on my list and highly suggest it to you guys listening because it's, um, it's if you're looking for a horror film classic you haven't seen it, and it's not crazy classic like The Wolf Man or The Invisible Man. Right. But looking for that original, those kind of jump scares, the gr- the Grudge was that because it was, it still took a lot from the original Japanese movie where it was still really creepy. It's not just the jump scare
0: okay
1: yeah yeah i mean laura i wouldn't suggest it to (laughs) you and i wouldn't suggest
0: it to my past self but here we are i know right no way man i ain't watching it Mm -mm. no way but yeah if you're looking for it or i mean we're probably going to get more into like the scarier movies but like definitely i i honestly if, if you're a horror fanatic and you haven't seen the grudge yeah, you will get jump scares out of it. I mean I've I've heard from a lot of people that it just it really does horror justice.
1: Mm-hmm. Horror.
0: Real horror justice. Um Yeah. And I, I remember I know right. I see the, I lot yeah, a lot of they compare it also to like the newer type of horror too, which is coming out from the conjuring and all of that, where they deal more with um more realistic uh film topics when it comes to horror. Mm-hmm. Um, cause people finally caught on that, uh, people were afraid, are more, are more likely to be terrified if it's real.
1: Yeah. Um, if you so, take it from in, a real in place gr- in the world, instead of like yeah. some crazy, like lore or something like that, it invokes mm-hmm. a higher sense of fear that you put on yourself than the, more than the filmmaker can put on you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good one. Good one. It's not on mine because I've never seen it, but I did think about it, um, only because I was like, I've heard very, very, very terrifying things about it. Um, but yeah, cool. Um, mine, I think I'm gonna do next is I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Friday the Thirteenth because I feel like we we should mention this movie because this is what kind of uh, brought even more recognition to actually people being like oh my gosh Friday the 13th um but yeah the original like the original Friday the 13th from 1980 have you ever seen it uh
1: this is the Jason one right
0: yes it is this uh film introduces Jason Voorhees Voorhees, Voorhees I never can't Voorhees, thank you. Yeah, for those who watch um, The Jason Incredible
1: um, Kimmy Schmidt, but it sh- jumps oh, on you. Yeah. <laughs> Voorhees is... Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um, you're right, you're right, Voorhees. Yeah,
0: Jason Voorhees. The only um, one I watched, introduces him.
1: I think, was Freddie versus Jason at an impression- impressionable age. So I don't think I even okay. didn't delve deeper into that.
0: No, yeah, uh, this one's um, the original. It's from 1980. Um, it stars Betsy Palmer, Adrienne, Adriana King, Janine Taylor, Bobby Morgan, Kevin Bacon, Harry Crosby, and Ari L- 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 Le- Lee- Lehman? Ari Lehman, <laughs> as of course, Jason. Um, we should just get Siri so- to pronounce
1: all the names so we can blame it on Siri
0: yeah we really can we should (laughs) siri told me to pronounce it like this um but basically this is about a group of camp counselors um that are stalked and murdered by an unknown assailant while trying to reopen a summer camp which years before was the site of a child's drowning so any type of movie that has to do with a child just immediately creeps me out. I don't care how corny it is. I don't care how terrible set production they have or, um, prop production. I don't care if it's downright hilarious. If it involves a child, it just kind of gives me the creeps. And I've been like this my entire life. Don't Um, ever watch Sinister with
1: Ethan Hawke. Don't ever watch,
0: oh, Yeah, no, I don't want to. I've heard people have told me that too. Don't watch it, Laura. And I'm just like, okay. If they're telling me not to watch it, and it's by people who care about me, I won't watch it. (laughs) Yeah, it's scary
1: AF. I watch that also through my fingers.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so Friday the 13th is kind of like the horror film of um, Napoleon Dynamite. Um, And I say that because their estimated budget was 550000 550000 was, of course, you know, more than we think in 1980, but, um, but not nearly. Um, so their estimated budget for the entire project was 550000 and on opening weekend, they scored five million eight hundred sixteen thousand three hundred twenty-one dollars just in the U.S. So you're talking about a very low-budget film coming up and scoring big because this movie, every time I watch it, I can handle this movie um, only because I felt like I got used to hearing about Jason a lot more as I got older. So when I went in to watch the film, I I felt like I could handle it a lot. But this movie just kind of created the original fear about camps, like summer camps and and sleeping in cabins and things, just kind of creepy going on and weird and and questionable. And so this movie does have a lot of jump scares, and I love it because I do better with jump scares when the movie is about a group of people. Really? <laughs> like, if, yeah, if like if I, if I know these two people are together and something's going to happen to them, well, at least they're together. Oh my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> like, at least no one dies alone. One of them's gonna get killed. Right? And one of them is probably going to get killed, but it's okay because they're originally together. But um, the creepy kid in the lake is just, I don't want to give anything away, but like it, it, the jump scares are there and the jump scares are classic and they're great. And like my favorite scenes of all the movies are any of them that take place on the lake. Because even if nothing happens in that scene, you're still like, oh my God, they're going to the lake. Like... Oh, don't go there. Like, it kind of gives you that little bit of, like, where you're on edge for a lot of the movie. And then they get you when you're kind of relaxed, which I think is great. They kind of flip-flop it, um, so it's not as predictable. Which, but, yeah, Friday you say the 13th. like,
1: Friday the 13th was one of those movies that established that kind of um, precedent of, don't go there, don't walk over there. Oh, they're doing, the, like, the dumb yeah. thing you do. Yeah, yeah.
0: Don't go into the barn. Don't run behind the, you know, don't go to the, don't run to the hills. Don't hide in the closet. Don't go investigate that noise. Yeah, definitely. Um, but it, it, back in its day, obviously these, uh, these type of issues that are associated with horror film now and the old school horror film, um, back then this was new. So if someone's, Walking to go investigate the sound, the audience back then weren't wasn't thinking like, "Oh my gosh, there she goes, walking down the hallway in her underwear to investigate the sound <laughs> <laughs> like, they, like, they weren't thinking that they just you know this is just obviously was you know original scare and um." This was all yeah, fresh to them, that's... the
1: concept of a, of it all. Yeah, in like the nineteen I mean someone and the the 1980s killed in the nineteen eighties it was underwear or something like that or mm-hmm. go down to do yeah, exactly it... what you shouldn't do. These were like innocent mm-hmm. people doing but then, like, and, and then stuff.
0: Then you realize and you appreciate these original movies for what they are because they taught us the whole, you know, well these movies taught us to not go down the hallways and these movies taught us <clears> to not <throat> go into the empty barn you know mm-hmm. like they they're the foundation of horror and obviously horror has changed because we've adapted. Yeah. So now you got to give us something different. Mm-hmm. Um in order to keep the scare going. Uh of course, you know, Freddy and Jason, obviously those are those aren't as realistic as you know, m- horror movies are getting these days, but you know, they're still scary because it's kind of like the whole essence of horror. It's like this is what nightmares are made of. Like nightmares, when you go to sleep, your 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 mind creates things that are unimaginable and unrealistic because you're dreaming. Obviously, um, it's it's outside the realm of reality. And so this these are kind of how horror films started. And now, like we said before, we're breaking away from that and we're going more toward rea- realistic horror, mm-hmm. um, which is I don't know. It's scary. I feel like nightmares are just as scary as realistic stuff, but. Uh, Yeah, so Friday the 13th, I felt like I had to mention it because it is kind of a foundational film um, for horror movies. (coughs) Excuse me. But, yeah, so Friday the 13th. You haven't seen it. I think you should watch it, Lil. I think you'll really – it's not like – I think you'll be fine watching it, but it'll definitely show you the – like I said before, more of the foundation of horror, and it's fun to watch now that we kind of know – um it is a really fun watch and it, it does still give you those scares, those kind of like jump scares that are like classic.
1: Oh that's that's good. Um no. He's the guy with the chain <laughs> the chainsaw. <laughs> no That's good. Um no, no I'm good. But like I'm I think good. I also really should maybe just like you know early morning middle of the day when the, there's light out, just because I do yeah, appreciate like
0: like while you're enjoying brunch you know your <laughs> tea just turn on a casual screen time of Friday the Thirteenth,
1: it'll be
0: fine. I think the most important thing for like Friday the
1: Thirteenth is that this movie you may not have seen if for some of you guys you you're like oh yeah i love that movie i've seen it a thousand times i watch it every year Or yeah i watch it once or twice but for those of you you haven't who haven't seen it you probably have but you saw it in the way where your tv your favorite tv show had an inspired episode where mm-hmm. for some of you guys it's an older one but for the best reference for both of us is that psych episode where they go to camp yep and what it was it called? What, a tiki or a wah- wahiki yeah, or something like something, that? something, it's
0: a weird name.
1: <laughs> but, like, a, was something And, like, they had, an ep- they had an episode that was Friday the 13th themed. I think for a lot of people mm-hmm. who watch TV shows, who, that the executive producers, the writers, take a lot from genre films or pop culture, Friday the 13th is the classic one to take from it. And for psych yeah. lovers, that episode was one of my favorites because you always have the classic I'm the beautiful pretty girl and yeah. the beautiful guy and um, the jokes. Yeah. Singer. And that's when it goes
0: back to the whole like camp counselor type of thing, like yeah. the whole camp stereotypes also come into play here. Um, it's like there's a wonderful, if you have not seen the episode, I will put the, we'll put the name of the episode um, in the bio, but like the, Name, I can't remember, but that's a really great take on Friday the 13th. Yeah, like I think if you're looking for even, the like, best. more funnier.
1: Yeah. For
0: me. <laughs> and if you and if you don't know what Psych is, where have you been? <laughs> yeah. Psych is a it's a TV show that is all about pop culture and nerd stuff and and comedy based toward that. It, it's really funny. It's kind of
1: like a watered down version of Community but did it first for some of you guys who may have yeah. watched um, community <laughs> from Dan Harmon. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think that's a great pick for Friday the 13th. And I think by watching it now, since it's an 80s film, that it wouldn't be as scary for a lot of people. So you can watch one of the original horrors, jump scares, but have you don't need to go with trepidation because you already know what's going to happen. This is the movie that taught yeah. people
0: how to make the
1: movies you're watching now.
0: Exactly. Yeah, it's it's super cool. It's good to, like I said, it's another one of those foundational films that it, it's great to know and see it, so you can take from it and use it toward other conversations that you're having. Like if you're looking to kind of spice up your film knowledge and your your genre knowledge, um, if particularly horror and suspense, this is one of the movies to watch definitely. Um, just so you, even if just so you can say that you've seen it. Um, uh, this is definitely one of those, so yeah.